hi, hello, and welcome, or welcome back to the Kellevate podcast. My name is Kelly, and I just finished a random little afternoon yoga session in the basement, just followed a little YouTube video, and while I was going through the class, I started to think a lot about my um, experience with exercise, my relationship with exercise over the years, and I really feel like for the first time in my life right now, I have arrived in a place where exercise truly does nothing to my life except for make it better. And it really feels like it's the first time that it's been this way. And I think if I were to go back in time and ask the question to my past selves at various different points along my I don't know how long it's been now, since 2013, since I started exercising um, and working out really consistently. If I were to ask, ask those different versions of myself the question, do you feel like exercise has anything but a positive impact on your life right now? I think I would have said no. I think I would have said that it only had a positive influence or impact on my life, on the way that I feel, on my mental, physical, and emotional health, my relationships, my body image, my everything. Yet, I don't think I really knew what was possible. I don't think I really knew what it meant to really have a healthy relationship with exercise. And as it stands right now, it's totally possible that I still don't know. And that I'm going to discover new layers to having a relationship with exercise that is so nourishing and fulfilling and positive for me. But it feels like through the years, I've felt like I've reached the peak. And then only after arriving in a completely different place with exercise did I realize that where I was at prior wasn't all that great. It wasn't all that healthy for me. I still had pieces of my life that felt like they were drained by my relationship with exercise, how I thought about it, how it made me feel about myself, um, how much I wanted to versus how much I did it. There was a relatively big gap between those two things. Um, yet I just kind of perceived that as normal. And 
I don't know if I can honestly say at this point that if you ever have to, I don't know, convince yourself or pep talk yourself or push yourself to do a workout when you don't want to, that means you don't have a healthy relationship with exercise. I don't necessarily think that that's true. I think that there are likely a lot of times where we're not necessarily feeling moving our bodies. We're kind of stuck in a rut where we've had a stressful day or we're just not feeling it. And despite that, we do it anyways. And I think there can be something really healthy and empowering around that. But I would say that the concept of having to pep talk ourselves and push ourselves into working out when we don't want to is very overused and normalized to the point where I think we're crossing a line between what's actually in service to us and what kind of relationship with exercise we could have and kind of just staying in this place where it's normal to feel like we have to and to resent doing it sometimes and to just go through the motions of it because we have to check it off the to-do list to feel like we've accomplished something or to even avoid feeling negatively about ourselves for not doing it. I'm still trying to articulate in my mind how how we can really associate a relationship that we have to exercise as healthy and empowering and positive and how we can identify when it's become unhealthy or disempowering or creating a negative impact on our lives. I think the line between those two places is very blurry and it's been unclear to me a lot in my life and I don't think that I can really standardize how to identify that for yourself at this point because for me I just know what I've experienced to get to the place that I'm in today where exercise is so awesome and I love the workout routine that I have going for me right now I love how every workout feels not even just after but during and I think that this is a really important point around how exercise makes us feel because I think that we just have all adopted this idea that exercise makes us feel good and then we seek evidence of why it makes us feel good even when it may be not making us feel good. And I think one of the ways that we justify exercise makes me feel good is that, well, at least I can look back on my day and feel proud that I did something 
or at least I can not feel as bad about XYZ, about the way my body looks or about what I ate or about not moving at all today or whatever. It's kind of just this thing that we're using as a tick off of the to-do list for the day so that we can feel good about ourselves on like an egoic mental level. It's justifying exercise as good and uplifting and healthy. And I kind of stayed at that level for a very long time, not really questioning whether the fact that during my workouts, sometimes I would just feel like I was going through the motions and trying to get it over with and not being present whatsoever, just kind of leaving my body and waiting for the things to be over feeling achy in my body, feeling really lethargic, feeling like I'm dragging myself from exercise to exercise, or even beforehand, dreading it, leading up to it, getting anxiety about the fact that I knew that I should do it today so that I can check it off the to-do list. And all of these things could happen that clearly don't feel good, yet I would still justify at the end of it that exercise is making me feel good because I have something to check off of the to-do list. I feel good about myself or I've accomplished something or I don't feel as bad about myself today because I exercised. You know, it's just this weird justification system that completely ignores the the facts, all of the facts that exercise that day didn't feel good to me. It didn't feel empowering or uplifting or energizing. It didn't get me present into my body. If anything, it did the opposite. And only recently have I really discovered what it actually means to have exercise make me feel good not just on an egoic mental level but physically like actually during a workout and after a workout feeling more at peace more present in my body feeling more open feeling more energized and emotionally feeling, again, a lot more at peace, a lot more present. And I didn't think that exercise was effective if it left me feeling physically good at the end of it. I think that's why I had this weird justification system of, yeah, exercise makes me feel good, but really it was just like an egoic, like feeling good about myself because I have something to not feel bad about today. Um, I think that we're just sold this idea that exercise is supposed to be 
really hard and we're supposed to use a lot of mental and physical energy and discipline and we're supposed to push ourselves, which I'm not saying that's still not possible while having a healthy relationship with exercise. So try not to take it as so black and white in that way, because again, I think the line between healthy and not healthy is really blurry and it's, and it's movable as well. But I really want you to hear that we're all sold on this idea that exercise is supposed to be hard. That if you walk away from a workout feeling physically good, energized, then you didn't work hard enough, or it's not that good of a workout, or it was a active rest day, <laughs> or whatever. And only recently have I started to find a space in my exercise routine where I can feel pushed during the workout, where mentally I tell myself I want to stop, but then go keep going anyways because it feels healthy and safe for me to do so and get really close to muscle failure have my muscles be on fire and burning have my heart rate elevated and sweaty all over the place and have really pushed limits pushed up against some um, edges where I got uncomfortable in the workout and still walk away feeling more energized, more at peace, and more present in my body. But I think I made that wrong for a really long time. I made it wrong that if I felt like I had, you know, more energy in my body and was feeling lighter and and all of these kind of peaceful qualities about myself emotionally and physically after a workout that it wasn't a real workout and I just it took me a, a many different stages to come to the place where I don't use that rating system anymore to determine whether something is a good or a bad workout. I'm getting like flashes of different times in my life because I have gone through so many different phases with my exercise routine over the years. Um, and very similarly to my journey through healing my relationship with food, there were many stages in my journey to having a healthy relationship with exercise where I would let go of something that felt heavy, whether it was having to work out for at least a certain amount of time or needing to do it a certain way 
or needing to do certain exercises, even if they felt really, really hard and just not good for me, or a certain number of days per week that I needed to work out. All of these different ways that I would technically lower the standards of how much I needed to do in order for me to feel like I was doing enough. And when I would reach that place after having let go of something and let my nervous system settle and, you know, let the freak out happen of like, am I going to be okay if I'm doing like five days instead of six? Or like, am I going to be okay if I work out for an hour instead of an hour and a half? You know, like that weird anxiety that I got from letting go of something that I had done for so long that felt safe to me, but didn't feel really aligned with how I wanted to be living my life at that point. I would let it go and I would arrive in the space where this was the new default. And it felt so much freer. It felt more healthy. It felt more aligned. It felt more peaceful. It even felt like it kind of sparked a bit of excitement again around exercising and some of the dread that started to build and the resentment that started to become created around exercise would lower or, or even vanish for a period of time. And I'd be in this place where I'm doing less than I was before and calling that, this is it. Like this is, this is the ultimate place to be with exercise. And then I would, I would just latch onto it as if like, this is as far as it goes. Like, okay, yeah, I can do an hour of working out now instead of an hour and a half, but 45 minutes, there's no way. Or like, I can do an, I can do an hour of weight training five days a week, but if I replace one of those days with yoga, that's not okay. Like I still had these weird unwritten rules that were determining one, how I was showing up in my exercise routine, but also two, how I was feeling about myself based on my exercise routine, and three, how I was feeling about my exercise routine. And eventually, I get to a point where the amount of exercise, the type of exercise that I was doing was starting to feel heavy again. There was resentment building around it. There was dread building up around the workout that I knew I had to do that day. And it just started to feel like something, again, I had to go through the motions of. And I would start to kind of leave my body and not be present and just trying to get it over with. And then I would find another thing to change and let go of. And this happened... I'm not even going to, I'm not even lying like this. This has been a cycle I've gone through since 2013. And so my exercise routine has gone through so many shifts in that time where at the very peak of it, I was exercising seven days a week for like two to three hours a day doing only exercises that made me want to die while I was doing them, like the hardest exercises ever. If it was 
if it felt good, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> and having such this like really, really dark relationship with exercise where I hated going, but I hated myself for hating going. And exercise was so much so punishment at the time, even though I wasn't, I was telling myself a different story, but that's really what it was. I would cry a lot of the time in the gym because I didn't want to be there, but I couldn't let myself leave. Even though I was tired and exhausted, it didn't matter. I needed to do it anyways. That was by far the lowest moment for me. And I've gone so far in the other direction over the years by one at a time, just letting something go. One less day, one less time restraint or, or time um, minimum or rules around the exercises I do or don't do or rules around what types of exercise I can do and all of these things like letting go of the rules and the guidelines that weren't serving me anymore. But I think one really big piece of what has allowed me to land where I am right now that I don't know had I not had I not gone through the experience I'm about to share with you, had it not happened, I don't think I ever would have arrived here. I don't think I ever would have had an opportunity to learn that exercise can feel as good as it feels to me right now. And so while I was traveling, for those of you that don't know, I traveled the world for seven months completely sporadically by myself this year and um, was just hopping from one accommodation to the other every few days or so for seven months and had pretty much no semblance of a routine at all for those seven months. And... Um, didn't have any of my normal exercise equipment with me and I there were parts of my travels where I did get like a gym membership or like a week pass somewhere or start going to some like yoga classes and Pilates classes here and there but it was very sporadic and I exercised so little in those seven months compared to the last 10 years of ever since I started my fitness journey in 2013. Before I left for my trip, which was March of this year, the longest I had ever gone ever without working out since I started working out in 2013 was one week. And even that was like few and far between. The longest I had ever gone since 2013 without working out was a week. And for seven months, I think I worked out maybe seven times. <laughs> maybe a little bit more than that. It depends if you count like doing yoga on YouTube in like the middle of my Airbnb as a workout. Um, but it was so freeing for me to have that experience because 
even though before I left for my travels, I would have said, this is the healthiest relationship with exercise I've ever had. I can miss a day if I'm not feeling it and it doesn't matter. I'm not doing anything that like I really hate doing. I throw in yoga sometimes, which in the past, yoga never counted as a workout. But if I'm feeling yoga that day, I'll do yoga and I'll let that count. Um, I was in a really good place before I left. But there were still some silent rules that I had around working out that were kind of keeping me stuck to a routine that I didn't really know if it was serving me anymore. A lot of the time I was still working out and not being present while I was doing it, just checking it off the to-do list and having it be something that I just did and, and tried to get over with every single day that I did it. But once I completely let it go and had unconditional permission to just not work out while I was traveling and allowed my nervous system to adapt to that. And there was definitely points throughout the seven months of travel where I was like, should I be working out more? Like, I don't know if I like the way that I feel or that I like, I don't know. It was just a lot of questioning of, whether it was quote unquote okay that I wasn't working out, especially given that I identified as a fitness person for so long, being a personal trainer, I've broken off of that identity so much over the last year, especially. So it, it did leave me to be in a good place where it didn't feel so much like a threat to not have a consistent workout routine while I was traveling. Um, and I definitely could have gone more out of my way to have a routine. It's definitely possible. I could have scoped out gyms where I could go and paid for, you know, drop-ins whenever they would let me and go to different classes and stuff and, and done like hotel room workouts with bands and, you know, all those types of things. I totally could have done it. But there was something in me that was just like, don't. You, you don't need to. You can but don't do it because you feel like you should. And I think I was so against working out while I was traveling because I had this mentality of if I worked out right now, I would only do it because I think that I should. I didn't want to act on that thought. I didn't want to act on a should. I wanted to just let myself be uncomfortable in the, I'm not working out and my mind is giving me a billion reasons why I should be. And I'm just going to not and prove to myself that I'm okay. And I'm so glad that I did that because there were so many moments that felt completely wild to me where I would just like be fantasizing about getting to work out or like fantasizing about doing yoga after I hadn't done it in a while. And like literally all I wanted to do, like it wasn't even an egoic, like I need to do this so I feel better about myself. 
it had nothing to do with me feeling badly about myself or wanting to feel better about myself egoically. It was purely just like, God, it would feel so good to move my body right now. And I have never in my life experienced that with exercise before. And so since coming back from my travels and settling in to one place where I can actually unpack my bags for longer than a couple of days, and I have, you know, my old gym equipment available to me, and I have the space to be able to create a routine for myself again, it's been like I'm building it from the ground up for the first time ever. Because every time that I would reiterate my, reiterate, I don't know if that's the right word, <laughs> reconstruct my exercise routine in the past, it wasn't that I was building something new. It was that I was just letting go of one thing and then keeping everything else the same. And I did that many different times. So kind of like telephone over the years, like the end product ends up being very different just by, you know, changing one thing here and there. Um, but it still always had this connection to my past self and the past me who created a workout routine for a lot of really unhealthy reasons because she felt horribly about herself and hated herself and hated her body and wanted to escape it and wanted to feel like she was good enough. And so she worked harder than everyone else so that she could feel like she was at least, she at least had something admirable about her because she was inherently flawed and no one would ever like her. So at least she might as well do things that other people don't do and do more of them and be the hardest worker in the room and, create this personality about around being someone that works harder than everyone else and is really fit and fitter than everyone else you know that was that was the past me who who I started to disassociate from many many years ago slowly but she still had a connection a little finger hook on my exercise routine because I had never fully let myself start from the ground up and to just tune into where am I at now? What do I like to do? What do I not like to do? What feels good in my body? What fits into my life? How do I want exercise to enhance my life? What do I want exercise to do for me now? Because the answers to all of those questions are so different now compared to that past me. And now I've just been able to build this routine for myself that is so awesome. I'm just... I'm loving it. I love, I, like, I wake up in the morning and the first thing I want to do is work out. And it's not a, I have to. And I've been consciously checking in with myself to see, does it start to ever feel like a have to? Like a, well, I've already been doing this for a month now. So if I've been doing it for a month, that means that I can continue to do it and that I should continue to do it. And if I did six days a week last week, I should do six days a week this week, you know, just like bargaining with myself on what it's supposed to be. And then being really intentional around 
letting it be flowy, letting it be different. I have strategies in place to kind of allow myself to be in a space where it can be a little bit more spontaneous and sporadic so that it's not something that I just get into a rut with where it becomes just going through the motions and something that I'm checking off the to-do list. And that might come up. It totally might. But at this point, and it's been just over a month now that I've been home, not once have I had it in my mind that I should work out today and then had to convince myself to do it. I've actually experienced the opposite, where I had no plans of working out. I was just like, this is Sunday. I never work out on a Sunday. I don't know. That's just a thing. That's always been. And I could just feel myself like fantasizing about just going down there and doing like a light little like workout, just to, like move my body and stretch a little bit. And I did. And in the past, I never would have done that. Cause I'm like, this is my one day off. Sunday's my one day off. If I take, if I go and do something today, then it's going to mess up the rest of my week and I need to do X, Y, Z and blah, blah, blah. Like it was so weirdly standardized and because of that the nature of that created an environment where it it did feel resentful sometimes it did feel like I had no choice but to just check it off the to-do list and the experience of just going through the motions and not being present in my body was just an, an inherent byproduct of that And I haven't experienced that once in the last month. Not once. And it's been so cool. I didn't think this was even a thing. I didn't think it was possible for me to actually like enjoy exercise this much. And my definition of enjoying exercise in the past was that I knew logically that it was good for me and that I was a good person for doing it. And so I quote unquote, enjoyed it. But that's not what enjoyment is. If I have to mentally justify to myself why I'm working out, I'm not enjoying it. If there are reasons that I'm doing it because I think that I should or because I think that it has some morality to it or because I don't want to feel badly about myself if I don't do it, I'm not doing it purely based on enjoyment. Maybe there were some moments where I did enjoy my workouts, but it was still layered on top of this nature of should and have to and if I don't, then bad things. And so through seven months of just letting that go and letting myself fully arrive in a place where I can see I'm okay if I don't exercise for seven months and like eat pizza and pasta in Italy and drink a bunch of wine and eat my body weight and feta cheese every day in Greece. Like I'm still okay. It created the environment that I've never had before when deciding how I was going to structure my workouts and my workout routine, where it literally, it it had no ties to needing to feel a certain way about myself or to avoid feeling a certain way about myself because I got to a place where 
I could still feel good about myself if I didn't exercise for a month. I could still feel good about myself if I didn't exercise for a month and have just eaten Italian food for every single meal for two weeks. And to have arrived there and then come to approach exercise again from a place of not I have to or I should, but like I'm actually really excited to to actually have this in my life again and have some consistency with it. I've been able to just absolutely fall in love with fitness again. I don't even want to say again, (laughs) because I don't think I've ever been in love with fitness the way that I am right now. I think I was obsessed with fitness in the past and acted like it was love. But it was a very toxic relationship at some points. And even when I worked out some of that toxicity and was in a much healthier place in that relationship compared to in the past, it was nothing like what it is right now. And I really don't think I could have ever arrived here given my past. And I'm not saying everyone needs to do this, but maybe if it calls to you, that's available to you too. To take time away. Take enough time away from working out until it's not this drive of, okay, I want to work out again so that I feel good about myself or so that I stop feeling bad about myself or because I think I've taken enough time off or because I don't want to feel this discomfort of being someone that doesn't work out when everyone else is working out and being healthy and I'm over here like not working out, like not creating an exercise routine from that place. Create an exercise routine from a place of, it, I don't have to do this. I am totally okay, safe, good enough. I can feel good about myself. I can love myself and accept myself fully if I never exercise again. And I want to exercise. Like that my body's in my mind and everything in me is craving it. Not because I'm trying to get out of where I am, but because I'm just so called to moving my body in a way that feels good from that place I promise you exercise is the best thing ever and if you feel like you're in a rut with working out right now maybe this is available to you too maybe you don't have to go traveling for seven months to do it although if you can I highly recommend But what is something that you can do to move you towards a place where your only reason for working out is because you want to, not because you mentally are justifying that you should? And with that said, I'm going to end the episode there. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to me ramble. That is so crazy to me. And I so look forward to connecting with you over my next breakthrough.